white corpuscles are tattletale gray. Your brains are in your pants. Your heart fell out with your hair. I'm not just supposed to say that stuff. I'm supposed to do it. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, Simon. A gentleman. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 15, Dear Sis. It's the 162nd episode overall, written and directed by Alan Alda, and it originally aired on December 18th, 1978, and the production code is T417. Sunday. Dear Sis, received your letter. It's a shame Sister Lombardi was transferred to St. Cecilia. I know the basketball team will miss her hookshot. As I write this, no one has shown up for my 10 o'clock ecumenical service, but I'm not disappointed yet. It's only 11.30. I guess my sermon is not exactly what you'd call a hot ticket. I realize, Sis, that you'll get this letter around Ash Wednesday, but here it's the week before Christmas. It's a time of anticipation and hope. Troopers, all hands report to the pen. Unfortunately, it's also the time when both sides get in as much destruction as they can before the Christmas truce. When you're faced with such overwhelming physical misery, it just doesn't seem enough to offer spiritual comfort. I keep wanting to do more, but more is never enough. And the plot summary for this episode, it's Christmas time in Korea again. And everybody's... <laughs> And I didn't write that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's depressed, especially Father Mulcahy, who is concerned that he isn't making a difference to anyone. Does this man have morphine? No. Yes, sir. No. I give him a quarter grain. Turkey son of a gun, isn't he? Would you give us a hand here, Father? Oh, certainly, Colonel. Calm down, son. Everything's going to be... Oh! I'd like to help you there, Father, but uh, I'm sterile, you know. They're not putting me to sleep. What exactly concerns you about going to sleep? Waking up. Can we get on with this, Father? My arches are killing me. Son, you're going to be fine. You just have to have a little faith. Are you Catholic? Jewish? I'm not anything. I'm, I'm just scared. You're going to have to believe, whether you believe or not. Fortunately, you've fallen into the hands of the best medical unit in Korea. I swear it. Just have a little faith in these doctors. Just a little. Try, okay? There. I don't think he'll be giving you any more trouble. Probably not. While you were locked in his arms, I gave him another quarter grain. You did? Couldn't have done it without you, Father. Yes. Thank goodness for me. And Lovison Driscoll plays Lieutenant Forrester. Now, Lovison had a 25-year gap between 1980 to 2015. And his latest credit is in Phoebe's father. I don't know what he was doing for 25 years. Sounds like a sentence to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have the return of Jeff Maxwell, who plays Private Igor Servinsky. 
And Patrick Driscoll. He plays the patient. He's only got two credits to his name. Um, so there you go. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Perrin Page, who plays Driver. Perrin's first acting role was in One Day at a Time, which was just before MASH. Joanne Thompson plays Nurse Joanne. Uh, again, wonderful workings out of character names here. Uh, <laughs> sack that person. And now Joe appears in 14 episodes of MASH. And of course, we have Kelly Nakahara returning as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. At times like this, I head straight for the bar at the officers' club. Thanks for the suds, Father. I can really use it. Not at all, Quinter. You look a little down in the dumps. Yeah. Well, I don't want to bore you, Father. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Bore away. Well, it's Christmas, and I'm thinking of Toledo. Mm-hmm. And I'm dreaming about this Christmas tree. Ten feet high, oh. strung with an endless chain of Paco's Hungarian hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And up on top, dressed like an angel, is my ex-wife, Laverne. Uh, uh, that sounds nice, Clicker. Except for one thing. Oh. I hate Laverne. Oh. That's what depresses me, Father. Oh. I'm sitting here thinking about what a wonderful Christmas it would be if only I was with Laverne. Mm-hmm. If only I didn't hate Laverne. If only she didn't ask for it the way she walked out on me. Well, that's quite a string of if onlys. You know, in the book of Job... Father, can I have another one of these? I'll be right back. He thinks he's got problems. Care to talk about it, maybe? You sure you want to hear, Father? I'm an entire ear. How would you like to be married to a skunk, Father? My religion forbids it. Father, you want to put a head on this? Hold that thought. She thinks she has problems. I grew up with Laverne. We used to steal candy together. We were very close, Father. Uh, I still wear one of her dresses. My son, try not to hang on to the past. Remember Joseph and his brethren. Father, do you have any pretzels? Uh, I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm a generous woman, Father. I don't give halfway. And what did I get from him? A mental, physical, and spiritual zilch. Uh, well, you know, we don't always get what we want. Uh, Jacob toiled for seven years in order to marry Rachel, and then her father slipped him Leah, the blear-eyed one. Small potatoes, Father. Pardon my lap. Father. No, coming. Well, now, where were we? Job or Joseph? Let me try a little Joseph on you. You know what I want for Christmas, Father? I want to forget. Yes. Well, what do you want? Father! Uh, roller skates. Alright, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. Ah, this is a Father Mulcahy, so you know I liked it. <laughs> um, I'm afraid to give you my number because I know uh, you probably did not like this, but um, I give it eight, eight and a half out of uh, ten. Eight and a half? Eight a and a half. half. Are we doing a half, half. now? I'm doing a half, yes. Okay. It's not quite an eight, and I couldn't give it a nine. Um, no, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I like, I like Father Mulcahy stories, and this was another one. I mean, we've had like in this batch of one, we had like two or three of Father Mulcahy heavy stories, which is kind of cool. I just, I liked, uh, you know, of course, this is an Alan Alden episode, so I thought, you know, we're gonna get some amazing uh, Hawkeye stuff, and we did, mm-hmm. but. We got some really good Father Mulcahy stuff as well. And the speech that Hawkeye gives to Father Mulcahy was great. 
yeah. that's one one thing Alan Alden is good at. I mean, besides acting and everything else, he writes some really great one-on-one conversations between two characters. Yeah, you know, he's very, he's very generous as well as you say. You know, yeah. he, this is not all about him. This is about something yeah. else. Mm. Yes, yeah, so and that surprised me because normally the Alan Alden episodes really do revolve around his character, mm. which is fine. But no, this one definitely was was different. Um, I loved Charles' moment when he got his hat. Here you go, sir. I hope you like it. Thank you, Rada. Welcome. Very thoughtful of you, even if it should prove to be totally inappropriate. Rada. That's my old toboggan cap. Yes, sir. I knew you were unhappy here, so I wrote your mother and asked her to send something that would make you feel more at home here. Rita! You? <laughs> I don't know what to say. Actually, it was Father Mulcahy's idea to write your mom. The world? Uh-huh. Oh. The days this brings back. The revelry. Dear, simple days of childhood. Gee, I thought it was going to make you feel happy. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Father, is there still time to uh, contribute to your orphanage fund? Always. Good. Yeah. Buy them whatever they need. Oh. Here. Buy them whatever they don't need. Major? Mm-hmm. Are you all right? You saved me, Father. You lowered a bucket into the well of my despair, and you raised me up to the light of day. I thank you for that. How'd I do that? (laughs) Oh, yes. That's lovely. Thank you, Father. You know, I never had much use for men of the cloth. They're so religious, especially in that Irish crowd in Boston. But you're different, Father. You are a credit to... Uh, your kind of person. Thank you, Major. I'll take that as a compliment. Of course you will. So I meant it. It actually made me tear up because he was just so... The acting is... It did. The acting was just so good. You're so soft. I'm in... I'm empathy. I can imagine being, you know, thousands of miles away from your family and getting something that's so precious to you. Hmm. That, you know, that reminds you of home and your childhood and better days. And Kenny, you get teared up when someone gives you a burrito. Oh, you, well, <laughs> if it's a good burrito, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely a softie. So that that moment was just so good. And mm, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It was just again, it's another Charles moment that just really took this episode. That's my that's my point five there. That's what gave it the extra half. Okay. Was that moment was just yeah. so well played and it's very subtle and very sweet and you can see in Charles' eye the acting's incredible and I just I fell for it they they had me hook line and sinker I love when um when B J drops out of the ceiling as Santa Claus <laughs> I love that you know of course Hawkeye has to have his little quip about the brown mustache and listen fella I've actually seen Santa Claus I sat on his lap once and I'm here to tell you you ain't him how can you tell Virginia. Well, in the first place, is that a brown mustache or are you eating a mouse? Listen, I don't cover up this mustache for nobody, fella. Buzz off. Hey, whatever happened to Ho Ho Ho? Didn't he 
Dwight Red. <laughs> he did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Early on in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, that's his prerogative. Whatever he wants to do. His mustache. <laughs> and Red mustache would look good in Santa Redfield as well. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, but no, but I, I actually enjoyed this episode. It was it was nothing spectacular, nothing crazy. Had some really good character moments, and that was one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite things about Mash is the nice, subtle, little, sweet character moments that we get between characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems more real, and I don't. That's just it touched me, and I liked it. How about you? Uh, well, I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. Um, which I think is a, a, a decent call, actually. Uh, again, like what we normally do with me and you talk about these episodes is that you kind of start to think a little bit more about it after yeah. you've watched it. And yeah. some of the points that you brought up, uh, I, I was very tempted to steal one of your halves and uh, uh, <laughs> as, as a seven and a half. I, I am very tempted to because, uh, like you say, I mean, the punch, the, the wow, what a cracking punch. Uh, oh my Father god Volcano. that was just, so good ah, so yeah. good though it was so oh, perfect so good. and the thing is as well that we, we know that father Mulcahy he is a boxer he's, he's, yes. he, he's well. but i i'm very i don't know but uh, that kind of the way that he punched there was a proper that was a, that wasn't just like an acting punch he yeah i wonder if william christopher actually has done boxing or something like that um because he he uh he certainly knows how to throw his arm yeah um Again, I, I can't really say much else. I mean, I, do, I actually do quite like the snowing bit afterwards, which is, you know, it's cheesy. Yeah, it was now. sweet. And, no, it's so sweet. Know, it is, but and and actually, I don't mind it because look, it is meant to be a Christmas. So, what day was this? Let's just go back a minute. What day was this? Eighteenth of December. So yeah, yeah, it's a Christmas special kind of thing. Oh yeah, and, and you know what? I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I, I watch, you know, Scrooge every year, various <laughs> various versions of it. I, I I love it. I really do. And you know, of course, it would have snowed in Korea. So let's have it. And, and I, I do like the the kind of thing of BJ trying to cheer everyone up, being Santa Claus, and mm-hmm. uh, and as you say, the whole thing with Radar getting Charles's hat. It, it's on the same. It's on the same line, although not as sentimental, as when he got uh, the horse for, for, for Potter, you know. Um, yes. Those are the kind of things that matter in MASH, I think. Those are the things that kind of make you kind of stand out and realise how much of a, of a family they are. It's a bit of a predictable yeah. episode. Again, going back, I'm sure we've had this thing before we do in the future regarding for Father Mulcahy's promotion. I think we do get it actually in the future because he does get promoted. But uh, yeah, no, again, yeah. I do like this episode. I like it better than the last episode. Um, and I think it's 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 a wonderfully written episode by Alan Alden, as I said earlier. Uh, it just goes to show how generous he can be by his writing. Ray, it's not just I want to write another great episode for me. He wants to write a good, great episode for Father Mulcahy, who ultimately, along with with uh, with Klinger, um, these two actors only in this series, I think, mm-hmm. first get their names on the title cards. So they are secondary characters to a certain degree and he's bringing them back up to be along with all of them so you do have a proper ensemble yeah and credit goes to Alan Alder yeah very very cool you know I used to coach boxing at the CYO I told my boys it built character father why don't you stop punching yourself on the chin pick on somebody your own size I'm Christ's representative Suffer the little children to come unto me. Do unto others. I'm not just supposed to say that stuff. I'm supposed to do it. All you're supposed to do is the best you can. Some best. Best is best. Look, 
Suppose you were sitting here now with somebody who had done his best and was feeling lousy about it. You'd let him off the hook, wouldn't you? Sure I would. And if the hook didn't work, I'd probably try an uppercut. Father, get off your back. Uh, it isn't just that. I don't seem to make a difference here. I hang around on the edge of effectiveness. And when I do step in, I really step in. Look, this place has made us all nuts. Why should you be any different? We don't sleep, we don't eat. And every day a truck comes in and lays a bunch of bleeding bodies on the ground. Okay, so you hit someone. We have to stand here and watch so much misery, we're lucky we don't all join hands and walk into a chopper blade. Look, I'm going inside. I gotta, gotta go reduce a little suffering. Me too. I'll go sob myself to sleep. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think Meds has, we have very few again, but uh, Meds has our first one here. Yeah, okay, so in the beginning of the episode, the surgeons have just finished a long surgery session and are sitting together exhausted. Radar comes and asks Father Mulcahy to come to the phone quickly, as Radar's cow in Iowa is giving birth, and his mother's on the phone. And they run to Radar's office where Winchester is there, miffed that Radar's call is getting through before his call bell. Now Winchester was there in the post-op with all the other exhausted surgeons, and he managed to shower dress and get to Radar's office well before Radar and Mulcahy, who are running. Hmm. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I actually watched that, and I'm like, well, there was time for him to leave, and but he's still, yeah, he's nice and refreshed, and, yeah. you know, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those weird, weird, uh, I mean, there might have been a scene in between that they cut out, or... Could well have been, yeah. You know, something that we didn't see. Uh, uh, next one we have is the hymn the group sings at the Christmas party is Dona Nobis Passum, which means give us peace. Dona Nobis have a fun fact. Now the exhibit MASH binding up the wounds was at the National Museum of American History from July the 30th 1983 through to February the 3rd 1985. Now the exhibit was extremely popular during more than 17,000 people in a single week. A record for any Smithsonian display. An exhibit with a swamp and operating room sets. One of the show's 14 Emmy Awards, early drafts, the pilot scripts, costumes from the show, and other memorabilia. Sets were decorated with props from the show, including the iconic signpost, Hawkeye's still, and Major Winchester's webcore tape recorder and phonograph. Hmm. Very cool. I wish it was still around. 
I know it's a shame that they, 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 I'm sure they could have put that up on some kind of te- uh, TV music. Well, I know the the Smithsonian still has the Mash Tent. You can still go to the swamp. Yeah, because I've seen pictures of that. Yeah, we've uh, yeah, that's Hawkeye's like a permanent. Idol. Yeah, that's like a permanent thing there. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize that they had this whole huge display back in the day. Yeah, uh, but you know, I don't know where the stuff is now. Hopefully, it's somewhere being preserved. Mm. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, if you raise your eggnogs, I'd like to propose a toast. Someone who's too modest, too utterly simple a man to know how much strength he gives us just by the decency of his life among us. Father John Patrick Francis Mulcahy. Father, you may have noticed that on Sunday mornings we don't always make it over to your services. That's because we're usually trying to escape this place in a couple of hours of sleep. But as a result, you don't get to hear what really great voices we have. (laughs) (laughs) So we play a little song for you. Dona nobis pacem. If you want, I can translate that for you. (laughs) No need to. I say it every night before I go to sleep. Give us peace. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geekyfanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I think I like this a little more than meds, as usual. But, uh, again, it's a Father Mulcahy episode, so, of course, I think I'm going to like it a little bit more than you. Um, (laughs) Anyways, well, I am Kenny. And I'm Grumpy Simon. (laughs) And we'll be seeing you. Hey, look, it's snowing. All of a sudden, this place is pretty. Sorry, folks, I broke the truce. I got some Christmas presents for you. All right, people, let's go. Merry Christmas. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. That was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. 
Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved. And for guest stars, we have Loris Morrison. Morrison. For guest stars, we have La. Do you want me to do that one? <laughs> yeah, why don't you do that one? And Patrick Driscoll plays the pay. Hold on. Hey, Driscoll. Same last Both, name. Same last name. Okay, what if I relate it? Now, if anybody was know. doing the uh, the credits thing, they would have checked that out, and that would have been an interesting <laughs> fact. But uh, I didn't. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and Joe Ann Thompson plays Joe. No. Mm. Okay. Mash binding up the room. Boo hoo. Start that again. Major Winchester 